Oh, hello and welcome to Bravo, Bravo, Bravo. I, that surprised me. I know, bitch. I pressed the button while you were looking at the dogs and I pointed at you like it was 1996 and we were on the radio with like, Wendy Williams. Like I was Fraser Crane or something. Okay, I said Wendy Williams, but apparently I'm the old one. <laughs> Whatever. Fraser Crane. No. <laughs> what is this radio show called? I don't know. Like KBBL, blah, 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 something blah, blah. Bo- yeah, some boring letters. With some loser dude. Yeah. Yeah. Camille Grammer's husband. Oh. <laughs> I, look, I wouldn't mind a little pop in with Camille. I want to see what work she's done on her face, see if she's actually eaten something. Yeah. You know. Where is she? She could pop in. I know. I wouldn't mind some pop-ins. Mm, I think it's time for me to jump on the Google and do those where are they now people. I mean, Cam- Camille was only on like last season or something, right? No, not last season. Well, I remember her house burned couple down. couple of seasons ago. Yeah. The LA fires were like two years ago, no? Oh, who knows? I mean, Kim and Kanye had just bought their house. Now they're just selling their house. Ha- I mean, well, I don't know. It it blew my mind how both Roni and um, Beverly Hills this week were talking about the election coming up. And I was like, oh, my God, that feels like so long ago. It was so long ago. It was last year. It's kind of cute that they, they're both airing at the same time. It the is same- with Roni and I Beverly like Hills. That. I like it too. I like that they're consistent. I like imagining timelines. them being on the trips at the same time. Yes. Mm. One of them is, like, totally living it up and the other one are at a lake house going on boat trips. Look, we'll get into Beverly Hills. I actually wrote some notes this time. Woo! Yeah. But should we do Roni first? Let's do Roni first. Okay. Okay, so stop and throw the roses. Uh Love. Yeah. (laughs) Love. And, look, the reason why I love it is the amount of effort it took me to realise that in the car she threw actual roses. Like, I had to double-check yeah. That I was seeing the right thing. Yeah. Leah gave me everything this episode, and I'm not apologising for it. You know what? I finally flipped into the anti-Leah camp nah, with this thing. I am not apologising for her giving me everything. <laughs> she's like Ramona without the racist. Well, I, Really? And- like, she's just a breath of fresh. I love everything about Leah this season. I love. Just, I, I, I think she should vote. I don't care because her <laughs> grandmother died. And she's living in her truth and she's not giving me yeah. attitude about it. She's just being real. I just no, love it. It's I'm, a cop out. Nah. It's a cop out. I'm you know disgusted what? by politics. Every, so fuck off. Everyone is fine that you have a mental health issue until they show you their mental health issue. Oh, I didn't think of it like that. Sorry. Bitch is going through something and she – it's that thing of when you know that your emotions are overtaking you and you're inflicting it on everyone and you're like, I don't want to be around everyone because I'm sick of apologising for my bullshit, but you can't help it. She's seeing it unfold. This is why she keeps saying it's because I'm dealing with my grandmother's stuff. She wants to hold it in and she just can't. Every fucker, it's that whole like action apology, action apology. It's not a Ramona. It's not a Luann. She literally can't help herself because she's going through a mental health issue right now. By the end of the episode, I was like, well, then just go visit your grandma. And you know what? She fucking did and she didn't need you to tell her, so go fuck yourself. Well, she clearly did. Because no, she was just she, in the Hamptons for five days. Because bitch was working. Yeah, I know, but and, you can go early. Yeah, again, I reiterate, everyone's fine with you going through a mental health issue until they see your mental health issue and then everyone's got a problem with it. Yeah. We've been living with Ramona for how many seasons? If it wasn't for the breaks in between, we wouldn't love her like we do. <laughs> that is certainly true. Like, and I've just, look... I know that the things that we're talking about on Roni, as well as Beverly Hills, and we'll get into them, they are very serious topics, mm-hmm. but they are true dark comedies in that they I am laughing at serious issues. Just I don't know how else to deal. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're coming in from the last episode. We've got another to be continued. Post-fight with Luann. Ebony's leaving a house. Sonorita, the voice of reason. Who would have thought? Like, I am shocked but not surprised. Surprised but not shocked. I'm, like, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, me too. Because she she totally, you could tell she was listening to the cultural conversation that was going mm. on in America last year. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm here to listen. I'm here to learn. I'm, but I'm not also making Ebony be my teacher. Yes. She she tread that line like well really aware. 
do you find that with Sonia, it's almost like sometimes she zones out and sometimes she kind of gets back in and you're like, oh, there you are. Yes. And I don't know if it's an alcohol thing, but... I don't think it's alcohol. I think it's prescription drugs, personally. I don't know. I don't know. I say that and then I clearly have no idea. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, But I was, yeah, I was really pleased with her. I was like, yes, there's my senorita Mm -hmm. and I can root for you once again. And because she wasn't just like being quiet. No, not like she was saying, you need to listen. Yes. Just listen to her. Yeah. And she was pulling Ramona apart. Well, not pulling her apart, but just pulling her up and saying, hey, mate, listen. It's like sober Sonia is your bestie. Mm -hmm. Drunk Sonia is is your frenemy. Or maybe she was just in a happy mood because she was staring at a dick for the past two hours. Well, I honestly, bitch is great when she's got a cup of tea. She's lucid. And when she has a vino or God knows what else. It goes the other way. And I'm starting to maybe believe that when she's not filming, she's not drinking and bitch can't hold a liquor. And Can we just say that? Because she's my new best friend again and I'm happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Um, all right, so Luann says that uh, with Ebony, she's angry. She kept referring to race. I can't believe I have to repeat this. Mm. I never brought up the colour of her skin once. What's that got to do with it? And Ramona says she has issues. They're, they're both fucked. I just, I don't know how Ebony deals with it. Because I don't want it to be my problem, and yet it's become Ebony's problem. And it's bullshit that they made that her problem. I'm like, I'm almost understanding Heather. Okay, this is the one moment I'm going to understand Heather. Mm. I think in that moment, you know how I was saying last week that in order to be part of the conversation, you don't have to be the one that speaks. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if that's what Heather was doing in that moment instead of me just judging her saying, why isn't she saying anything? Because when she does say something... When she opens her mouth, she fucks up as she well. She fucks up as well. I think she was right mm-hmm. to not speak. I just felt so bad for Ebony because every other, like... First season housewife on episode five. They're just showing us their closets. They're talking about their love lives. They don't have to explain race relations. I know. You know? And it's just, it's really shitty that it's on her to have to carry all of this weight when really she should just be afforded the same grace that we afford other new housewives. She should be just showing them their new Chanel. Uh Uh-huh. Doing some wacky, like... Goat yoga or something. Goat yoga, uh-huh. some, some like, really weird fashion choices. Like, I really... I have this thing I'd really love to see someone in. You know those little socks that girls used to wear with the lace or the pom-poms around them? Mm-hmm. I'm desperate to see one of those in a pair of stilettos again. Like, yes. that's the only 80s throwback I want. That's a cute throwback. I know, right? And I want to bring it back, but at the 42, I don't think that's acceptable. <laughs> that ship sailed. Yeah, that ship's totally sailed. So, anyway, outside... Ramona and okay, Ramona's friend Heather. Okay, I did mm-hmm. not notice that it's when you so pointed funny. it out. Now it's all I'm here for. It's Ramona's friend Heather says things blew up in a mushroom cloud. Oh, uh, she's so dramatic. Mate. This is why I'm Team Leah. Like, fuck. And then, anyway, Heather, friend of Ramona, says, what I always repeat... Actually, she does say something that I often repeat to myself. She says, you get comfortable with being uncomfortable, i.e. in reference to women needing to listen more to each other Yeah. if they're hearing what, you know, they don't want to hear. And I agree. You've got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I say it all the time. But that's probably the first and last time I'm going to agree with Heather in her appearance. She's, she spews some bullshit this, the rest of this episode. It's not even bullshit. The microaggressions are real. <laughs> All right. Like, just stop trying to tell. It's almost like everyone wants to be in the know. I get that. And I'm guilty of that as much as everyone else. But uh-huh. she wants to appear that she's in the know on international TV. Yes. And she's not certain. You can tell with Heather that she's trying, but she's learned the lines to say instead of actually getting the meaning. Or at least she's working very hard to edit herself, and by editing herself, she has unedited herself. Exactly. Like, if she was just straight up, she would probably talk less and have actually have more to say. Yes. Yeah. So, back inside, Luann and Ramona, they're still carrying on and sticking to oh, their like bullshit storylines. 
having to have respect the fact that Ramona was uncomfortable with how Lee was speaking. You have to have respect for people, blah, blah, blah. And then in confessional, the lunacy continues because Luann says because Ebony made like she was the smartest woman at the table and she's like, she lost me at that point. And I'm like, okay, we're two episodes into you not understanding what Ebony just said, but sure, whatever. And at that point I was like, Rut roll because I'm like, this isn't Maroni. Like, when are we moving on? Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Like, Lu- oh, anyway, Luann's lost me at this point. And she calls Ebony dumb for saying that. And I'm like, even though we all know she didn't say it. So, Ebony arrives back at Ramona's. And obviously, when she get got kicked out of Lou's, and she gets out of the car. And I swear to God, I was thinking when she was walking up to the stoop, I bet she's going to go in and pack her bags. But I'm glad she didn't. She didn't. I would have, but mm-hmm. she didn't. She's no Sutton because you know that's going to happen to Sutton at some point soon. <sighs> and I wish she Fucking would. Sutton. Yeah, we're done. We're done with you, Sutton. You're dead to me. Instead, Ebony goes inside. She tells Leah what happened. And I'm like, finally, someone has a normal reaction, which was to jump off the bed, mm-hmm. run around the room and loudly say, no, she did not. No, she did not. And I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. What the fuck? Normal reaction, insane. Totally. One thing Ebony says in confessional that I wrote was, society does not afford black women in particular a range of emotion or just downright passion around an issue. Far out. It's like, I can see that. Mm -hmm. The fact that she has to spell it out and I can already see that is the whole fucking ballgame, right? Totally. And like 13 years we've been watching Luann and – I don't think she's ever called anyone else angry. No. How does she not get... Uh, I don't, uh. How is Sonia not... How was Sonia not called, like, let's commit you the night before or the mm-hmm. two nights before? And you know I love my Sonia and today she's the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. A few nights before that, I would be like, bitch, are you sure you don't want to go to a psych ward? Like, you look like you've had enough. Yeah. And that's not to say that there's something wrong with her in terms of, like, that's her that her outburst or reaction were fucked up, it's that you look like you need some help. That's all I mean. And you're talking to someone who's on the Lexapro. I get the needing of the help. But I'm like, I don't know what's worse, the fact that Ebony points that out or the fact that I'm like, yeah, I see that, which means it's existed for God knows how long Mm. and it's almost like we've accepted that it exists. You know what I mean? It's fucked. It's not like I've gone, oh, I don't get that. Explain it to me. It's a new concept. It's not a new concept. Mm-hmm. Fucked up. Um, all right. And then I love Leah. That bitch is a fucking idiot. I love it. I love those oh. rando little shots of Leah. So Leah can say the word bitch? Yeah. Okay. Because no, when sh- she gets called a bitch in the limo, she's not happy. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> Tip for tat. Anyway. We're back at Luann's and Heather is now having to explain the situation to the ladies. And that's when I thought, okay, maybe she was just listening and staying quiet. And so I felt bad. Luann's face, when Heather tells her to apologise, I'm like, that. did you see her face? Yeah, she she has the biggest ego in the world. I know, but they kind of all do, including Heather. Oh, my God. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. See, where's my hey, Mama? (laughs) Basically, they all get back to Ramona's at this point. Heather walks into the room where Ebony and Leah are in the bed and she's like, where are my girls? It's like, I don't think so, bitch. Just step off, George. This is the moment where she lost me. I know, Heather. right? Fucking hell. And, yeah, so I was just like, what do you think about Heather and the the name dropping of it uh, all? Like, She said she gets it because she's worked in the homes in the core of black America. And Ebony's like, what, what, what are you referring to? And she's like, oh, you know, Puffy and Beyonce. And I was like, what the hell, Heather? Yeah. I I've think she believes it. She's drunk her own Kool-Aid. Millionaires slash billionaires who are black. <sighs> so I get the black experience. In, in the homes I, of core America. And I was like, what? It doesn't matter which black homes she has been in. <gasps> she does not get the experience. Not at all. And the fact that she said that means she doesn't get it. And I'm so glad Ebony picked up on it straight away and was like, yeah. Can I get some clarification on what How you're sh- saying? How not pick up on it? We're picking up on it. Oh, it was so fucked. Oh, it just cringed. And look, I'm judging her and I'm also feeling bad for judging her because I'm like, I'm white privilege wrapped in a bow. Oh, I mean, same. So I'm like, who am I to judge her? But then I'm like, well, no, that's what I'm here for. So I'll just push on and judge yeah, her. It's our unpaid job to judge these people. <laughs> so... Yeah. <laughs> 
We're going to do it. We're paying others for us to judge them. So <laughs> fuck that. We're doing it. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So Heather walks into the room, the back of the Ramona's, and Ebony and Leah are in bed. And obviously, the Heather and the puffy of it all, like. Outrageous. Yeah. Outrageous. She thinks she's so woke. And it's like, mate, you have no idea what you're saying. It's it's embarrassing. It I'm like really embarrassed was. for all white people everywhere. Can I say I, that? Yeah, you can. Okay, good. And I cringed. Because I, I didn't. Like, oh. I don't want to be facetious. I get. Okay, this is my issue. We're talking about very serious and important things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Things that we should have spoken about way before I was born. Mm-hmm. Let alone the fact that we're barely there now. And yet, I'm still finding it hard not to like incredulously laugh. Do you oh, know what when I mean? she said. I've worked in homes in the core of Black America, aka Puffy and Beyonce. Like, I mean, that's just I've worked so in, out of touch in in millionaire homes of people who happen to be black, and so I know the black experience. Mm. Even if they weren't millionaires, bitch, you don't know. You no. get to go home to your upper class that's home and get greeted by a doorman. It's like how I can be a feminist, but I can also understand that I will never understand the full female experience. Exactly. Exactly. And I can I just, be bi and not understand a gay experience, like a gay person's experience. It's not the same thing. I'm in what appears to be a heterosexual relationship from the outside, yeah. and I've let other people perceive that for yeah. as long as they wanted because it suited me. Mm-hmm. So I get what I don't get. Yeah, and I just think Heather's just trying so hard, but it's she's just being oblivious at the same time. I know. All right, so Ramonia are in the kitchen. Ramona's got this bikini apron. Oh, yeah, hilarious. Like, I, I saw that, and as if they were my mates, I went, Leah's going to pop off as soon as she sees that. Did she? She didn't. She didn't. Because she She's wasn't distracted. around for it. was yeah. she, went, she didn't come downstairs for dinner. Yeah. But in my head, like, she was my mate. Our friend Lee is going to pop off when she sees that. I was That's think- what yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so they first sit down to talk and Ebony explains to Luann why she got upset mm-hmm. and Luann apologises. Well, did you notice when Luann's talking, they had that boop-de-boop-de-boop-boop-boop no. music behind her? I was so focused on the words, I oh, missed the music. How was, wrong of it me? It sort of kicked in at that moment where Luann was like, and I would also like an apology type of thing. It was like... The way you do her voice gives me so much life. I love it. I love it. Honestly, you should like record yourself reading some books in that voice and giving it. give it to me when I have like a bad depression. Yeah, okay. It's so good. I'm lo- I love it. I love it more than I love Leah, quite frankly. it's It just makes me really happy. It mm. does. Anywho. All right. So, yeah, Luann asks for an apology. I mean, she says, I hope you would extend the same to me. Now, did you see Leah's face when she says that? Mm-hmm. Like the, her eyes are bugging out of her head. She was trying with all her might to raise her forehead, but uh-huh. clearly she the Botox wasn't letting her. And I am just like, what in the what now? Like, what? Oh, yeah. And see, this is my issue because that is so fucked up, right? And yet, this is my Roni. This is this is what we signed up Am for. Am I condoning racism by going, this is my Roni? I think uh, I might be. Maybe, yeah. I don't know if I'm condoning racism. I'm condoning Luann to be herself on TV. And if Luann learns from it, I will be happy. Because I've got to be honest, I couldn't put up with it for more than this one episode. Like, in this one episode, it's a dark comedy. Yeah. If it was more than this one episode, I'd be like, get that bitch off my TV. The way I like to think it's- of it is, like, you don't have to like everyone on a TV show because TV shows can have villains. Yes. So, like, with Game of Thrones, you don't have to like Cersei Lannister. No. To not be captivated and love watching Cersei Absolutely Lannister. Absolutely captivated You don't want her to win. Her. I mean, until all that hair came off, then she could get off my fucking TV. Because oh. I didn't want to fuck her anymore, so she could get off my TV. But I loved when she was had that little buzz cut and she was just staring out of a window drinking wine for a whole no, season. I hated the buzz cut. I hated that weave. That she was didn't a, choose it. That was a bad wig. There was nothing attractive about that. It, it was, was awful. It was a shaggy, again, shaking Again, guy. you don't get it. But anyway, moving back on to Ebony and Luann and 
I did agree, obviously, with Ebony when she says, that's the problem, Lou. I get to be upset. Mm-hmm. Like, Ebony's giving us everything. And I love that she wasn't just letting them get away with those little pithy sayings that you usually do to no, fob people off. Exactly. When, I don't know, was it Ramona or Sonia? It was like, yeah, Ramona. Ramona's like, well, you need to teach us. And yeah. she's like, well, actually, no, no I, I don't. No, I don't. Exactly. And, yeah, that's not my burden to teach you. Exactly. And, and when Ramona also tried to deflect, she's like, you're deflecting. Yes, I so loved I that. Like, I yes. loved that. And Sonorita comes <laughs> in just, just she's a breath of fresh. She says, basically, when Luann's asking for an apology and she goes on about what she was pissed off about, Sonia's like, that's frustrating, but who should be apologising here? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's frustrating. But that doesn't deserve an apology yeah. simply because you're frustrated. And then she even says in her confessional, you can't turn the page over until you've read the page, feel the pain, be a bit awkward, and then you can turn the page. Exactly. And she's not saying this performatively like no, I think Heather is. not at and all. And I think that's the difference. Very, mu- very much so. Mm-hmm. Very much so. She's just... She's just being truthful and being kind, just like we know our Sonia to be, Mm because she's being empathetic. That's it. She has empathy. Sometimes she has a little too much. You reckon? Oh, the whole empathy for for the Morgan Bank not getting Ramona Singer's bloody bank interest rates. I know, but when you think of that compared to this, that's far easier to digest (laughs) and far easier to enjoy, right? Yes. So it's... Even when she's complicated, she's not complicated because she's really not hurting anybody but herself. Okay, maybe she's she's upsetting Ramona, but who oh, among no. us? No one cares about Ramona. Who feelings. among us wouldn't be upsetting Ramona just for the fun? I'd be going. I want my fifty bucks back for that bullshit purse. <laughs> Every time she pissed me off, I'd be like, "That's another fifty bucks." Where's my Louis Vuitton purse? Fucking tight ass bitch. I would never ask my friends for a Louis Vuitton purse. I am as as a as a relative poor person. I am pissed off by that. <laughs> Still pissed off. That's all I'm saying. So Ebony decides that she ain't staying for dinner. Enough's enough. She goes to her room with Leah, and Heather comes in to get her bag. Uh. And then she tells Ebony that she is articulate. And the way she said it, it doesn't she even was all like, "How she said it?" It's, no, but she was so like smug with how she said it, thinking that she was doing the right thing. Oh God, it was annoying. She called her articulate. I know. Okay, I'm just gonna move on because. Well, what can we say? We I hate mean- Heather. That's what we can say. Get off my fucking TV. <laughs> Andy Cohen kicked you off once. It can happen again. Only the COVID could bring you back. <laughs> and, and good luck to your podcast. And good luck to your fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, fuck off, Heather. I used to enjoy Heather back in the day. Same. Like, I enjoyed it when Bethany, like, reamed her a new one. And I still was on her side with her hey mamas. Hey mama. <laughs> You said that so creepola just then. Hey, like you have a one room eyes. log cabin. Oh, so creepy. Yeah, I got nothing to say about yeah, Heather's microaggressions. They she's, called it out. So I mean, they laughed it off. I would have thrown something at her if I was Leah. Leah, I felt was holding herself back there because Leah was like, "It's not mine to criticize." Yeah. yeah. Again, love Leah. Next morning, they're going fishing, but before that, Ebony calls a friend, Devin. She wants to set Ramona up with a man, and Devin's a matchmaker. Happy to see this. I'm develop. happy to see it. I don't care if it's just for the cameras. Whatever. I want more Bring of it. Bring it on. Yep. I want Ebony and Sonia to go to Philly on their own. <gasps> I do not That'd be want great. I do not want them to invite the other women. No. I just want the two of them. Maybe Leah can tag along and bring a hat. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yes, so agreed. They get ready to go fishing. Wait a sec. Speaking of outfits and hats, did you love the pom pom hat? Oh, I okay, love a pom-pom. It, it was a pom, not a pom-pom, but <laughs> are you up for it? Yeah, I'm up for it. I loved her outfit. I didn't love the hat with the outfit, but I didn't mind it at the same time. Yeah. You, you're you're into it? I was into it, yeah. You love a ball? I love balls. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> Again, with the waders, because they're going beach fishing. And oh. why the fuck is Ebony wearing heels? She's wearing fucking stilettos to go to the beach. That's what we want from a housewife. Is it? Yes. Okay, because the thing is, I was judging that. No. And then on the other hand, when I saw Heather in her fucking checkered, what do you call that, <laughs> vest and, and jeans and sneakers, I'm like, your outfit is a little too on point and I don't like no, it. Yeah. 
Evan is like, I'm on the TV. I'm wearing I'm wearing stilettos to the Just beach. Just like Gina Liano on the tennis court playing playing in heels. Yeah, but that was so she could fuck up someone's tennis court for fun. <laughs> like that bitch actually works for a living. She don't need to do work on the TV. I don't know. And that's the other thing with these activities. Don't give me shit to do standing up. Oh, I, I, I zoned out when they were fishing. I was yeah. like, I don't care. I just um, saw Sonia talking to the fisherman saying she can catch fish because she's a Sagittarius. She is flirting with that <laughs> fisherman. And he did not have a dad bod. He had a granddad bod. <laughs> she likes a bear. Good for She just likes a man to flirt with. No, I don't because understand. she didn't want to flirt with Guitar Dude, who looked like oh, a hobo. Sorry, poor Alfredo. Oh, because literally you could tell Alfredo was poor. No judgment, I'm poor. But for Sonia, that wasn't okay. She needs a guy <laughs> who looks like he can rub two coins together. But I don't think it's a thing that people who are Sagittarians can fish better than other people. No, she was using whatever she could <laughs> think, whatever popped into her brain to flirt with him. Good for her. Because she likes a granddad bod. She likes attention from a man. Well, no, okay, no, no, you're, yes, selling, she does. you're selling her short because she didn't flirt with Alejandro, <coughs> Alfredo, whatever the fuck his name is. She was not up for flirting with him. Yes, yes, you're right. And yet she's flirting with dude that looks like he could fucking sub for Santa Claus. Yeah. I want to know more. Don't you want to know more? No. You really don't want to know more? No. We, I mean, we've seen this story a million times. I'm into it. Anyway. Okay, fine. Fuck that. The ladies fish. Leah and Luann twirl hula hoops. W- what else happens? Ebony Sonia, Sonia looks thinks like- she's caught something, but it's just bait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop. That makes me laugh so hard. That was a classic moment. I know. That was great. Ebony gets – so she, Ebony's on the shore and a wave that's breaking on the shoreline flicks up at her <laughs> and the other ladies look like she's – like react as if she's getting caught in a fucking tsunami. Basically, after the little fishing of it all, they sit down, they have lunch. Luann tells them – oh, that's right. They talk about this talent show they're going to have. Yeah, I mean – I, I'll love it when I see it, but I don't need to see them preparing for it. No, but I am up for the idea of Ramona in an evening gown doing push-ups. Yeah, I, will, I mean, it's going to be great. I will, it, that's the thing. This whole thing's going to be great. But you're right. I don't need a preamble, right? I, although I did kind of enjoy watching Sonia practice her mo- mime routine and oh Ramona being like, that's God, great, do that. that. was everything. <laughs> that was everything. And basically all that happens at lunch is Ebony invites them to her house for an election party. Yeah. And then Leah says she's basically, she's fed up. She's disgusted by both parties, Mm. rather by both candidates. I mean, we all are. We all were. Uh, Well, no, we all weren't. I was disgusted by them both. Well, aren't you disgusted by one more than the other? Oh, absolutely. I just... I mean, I love voting, and I feel like it should be compulsory in America like it is in Australia. I think it should be. And... I, Let's I, face it, if it was fucking Trump v. Bernie, Leah would have been all over it. She would have. She would have. But the thing is, I feel like, yeah, her being disgusted was just being disgusted by, like, the media circus around it, being disgusted by all the narratives out there about both I just both think parties. a lot of Americans, a just, lot of Democrats were not impressed with Biden at all. I don't even think she thinks along those lines. I oh. just think she's lazy and really? she needed she needs to grow up and fucking vote. I, I agree. I think voting and, should be compulsory. And I think Ebony was on Heather's side with this one when Ebony tried to bring it up as well. Being oh, like, we're Look. all on Heather's side about it. She's sitting there going, like, you, I get what you're saying, but how about you put your personal feelings aside and do what you're supposed to do and fucking vote because a lot of people are going to get majorly yes. fucked up if Trump gets back in. And, I mean, Leah sort of had a point being, like, at the end when she blew up, when she was like, you don't want me to vote. You just want me to vote for who you want me to who you want to vote for and she also said before in confessional she's like yes of course i'm gonna vote i just want to express my incredulity or whatever she's saying that in confessional i don't think in that moment she was planning on voting yeah i mean yeah it's a personal choice blah 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 but like i don't think it should be a personal choice to have to vote i think you should have to vote and the personal choice is who you vote for agreed i don't know many australians who don't want to vote my thing is, like, even Australians who – because you can go in and 
for just, our American listeners, you can go in and like just, just submit a ballot and not actually mark it or correct, anything. Draw, draw a penis on it or whatever. But yeah. I'm like, okay, well, you can do that. But then don't complain about roads. Don't complain about taxes. Yeah. Don't complain about policies. Don't complain about anything for the next four years of your life then yeah. if you want to throw away hey, your vote. I I've voted you know, I registered to vote before I was 18 and therefore yeah. I voted straight away. I know lots of people that didn't. I know lots of people that only started voting when there was the referendum on same-sex marriage and then they registered True. themselves and now they're voters. Because that's the only way in Australia you can get away with it. You don't register yourself yourself to vote. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think it should be compulsory. I don't understand why it's not in America. I don't get it. But I do get how Leah thought Heather had a judgy look. I just get how Leah was bothered by Heather in the first place and she wasn't letting that go. She wasn't going to give Heather any grace Mm -hmm. and Heather didn't do herself any favours. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, And then Heather's like, she's so mean to me, this one. But I get it. Leah's like, she's fucking Mother Superior, basically. That's pretty much what she thinks that Heather's like. Leah thinks she's like Mother Superior. Yeah, and also... To be on Hey Mama's side, Leah was sort of attacking her from oh, the jump. Oh fuck yeah! Oh yeah, yeah yeah. She was like, "I'm not into you. I'm not up for you. I don't. I don't want to be around of you." What you said on your podcast, like Heather would have had to do some fucking, you know, ten triple volts in a row yeah. to get Leah back on side. Leah was like, "I." don't need you in my life, I'm not up for you, I don't like you, I don't trust you, and you're a bitch, basically. Yeah. It was total mean girls on Heather. It was. And I think Heather did the best she could to a point, and then I think the Heather came out and we're all like, okay, enough. Do you know what? Now thinking about it, though, Heather, I hated her at the start of the episode with the, you know, fake wokeness. Yeah. But it was pretty funny in the limo when she just went, oh, fuck off, bitch, or something like that. And when she called Leah a dingbat, saying you're acting like a dingbat. Well, that was funny. I thought that was funny. Mm, okay. I don't think that was funny. I didn't think it was particularly mean, but I was just like, Heather, you just stop trying so hard with this one. Go and be friends with your inverted commas real friends. Heather, I mean, Ramona. <laughs> Well, yeah, go and be friends with Ramona. Like, that's who she's there for. Why is she on Leah's jock so much? Like, stop (laughs) trying to make her your best friend. It's not going to happen. Give her a wide berth. No? I mean, she sort of hasn't even been that much on her jock. She just gave her a side glance and asked a question at lunch. We've got and Leah all these off. scenes with the two of them, so let me pretend that she's all over her like a bad rat. Okay. Moving right along. So we're back at Ramona's. They're getting ready for the eat their last night. There's a talent show. We all know that. And we get Ramona in an evening dress with a towel on her head, five-pound hand weights, Saying to herself in a mirror in a jazzercise instructor voice, my talent is working out without being tired. It's effortless. And then we pan out and Sonia is leaning on a wall next to the mirror that Ramona's looking into, having a rando chat as Ramona is pumping baby iron and practicing her pageant skills. Like, what the actual fuck? Loved it. Honestly, I could just not take my meds tonight. I'm that happy. It's not true. But it just gave me life. And then Ramona's like, after that, we see her walking on her own, like full, doing full pageant. My name is Ramona and I'm from New York City. And then she's like, wait, we're all from New York City. I'm like, love you, Ramona, in this moment. This is why we love Ramona in this moment. Anyway, so they're getting glammed and poor Leah gets a call from her mummy and she starts to sob with a head full of fucking hot rollers. And look, I don't mean to be insensitive, but we get that little um, confessional of Leah and she's in that pink plunging confessional dress and her tartars look amazeballs. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just had to say it. And when she got the call, Luann was just droning on in the background telling the most boring story you've was ever she? heard in your life. I <laughs> didn't even pick up on what what she was saying. I had the stubbies <laughs> on. I was tippity-typing. Yeah, so Leah's crying and Luann's like, and then I said to Jeff that we could go here. <laughs> what? I don't really? know what she was saying. Well, exactly. Leah's sobbing into a phone. Oh, Yeah. The mic must have picked it up or whatever. I don't know. So what? They're getting glammed and they're like, yeah, Leah's crying again, whatevs. Like, what does she think? She was perimenopausal? Like, Who knows? what? <gasps> Rude. So anyway, they go to their rooms and practice their talent. Leah's got the hula hoops and Sonia is this cute as a button mime. And 
Okay, explain to me why she has this red sash and she's rubbing it on her vagina. I can't. Okay, fine. <laughs> right. Okay, cool. So what I did notice is next second, Sonia's getting her Heather to fix her hair. And I'm like, wow, what happens in a few days? Do you remember originally when Heather rocked up and Sonia's like, after she heard that Heather was bitching about it, mm. she's like, I'm not going to help her fix her hair. Oh, and yeah, now yeah, all yeah. of a sudden, three days later, we get Heather fixing Sonia's hair. Just a little point I noted. That was all. Leah and Ebony talk about Heather in their room and they mention something about the podcast. Was Heather talking about me? And, of course, Heather's like, yes, she was talking about you. And I'm like, but hang on, bitches, you two are talking about her. Uh, Like, why is Leah getting so upset that Heather was talking to Ebony about her when they're doing the same thing? Is it just because Leah's like, Ebony's my friend, not Heather's friend? It's kind of a bit silly, right? Yes, of course. Okay, fine. That's all I'm going to give her. And, of course, we know that Heather, what she said, she said she thinks that Leah has a responsibility to vote. Yada, yada, yada. Anyway, Leah gets up, walks off, and she's like, okay, now we're done. She's at the top of the landing. Heather is at the bottom of the stairs, and they just go at it. Wonderful scene. It was great. All these ladies are bringing it. I know. It It was amazing. So, okay, one thing I do want to say before we get to that point, Ebony, her face when Leah gets up... I swear to God, this whole little bit of Ebony, I watched it three times. It was like sketch comedy. So Ebony is head to toe in her 70s glam. Pretty sure she's wearing platforms by the way she walks. And then she's like, oh, shh, God damn it, Leah. And then when she walks, it's like <laughs> she's in these massive platforms and she can barely like kind of move her hips. It's like these teeny tiny steps. Her face, everything, I swear to God, it was like a skit. I was living for that (laughs) ebony. I want to see more of that ebony. I'm not lying when I say I watched it back three times. Just that little bit of ebony, it was like, oh, shh. It was just, it was so good. It was, she was really feeling her outfit, the vibe, and she was working it. It was the best. Anyway, back to the fight. So, okay, Leah is at the top of the stairs in a tiara with fuck off big hair. She's got a fake cut on her throat, blood gushing down, and in that outfit, she's ripping Heather a new one. Yeah. Like. Although, again, I didn't expect myself to be defending Heather so much. But yeah, when, I didn't expect it either. I didn't expect it until it's happening right now. But when okay. she was like, what did what does Leah say? She's like, you're being a Karen. Um, oh, I can then, tell you exactly what she said. Bitch, I wrote it down. Okay, talk us through it. She says, why are you talking about me and what I said? Are you fucking kidding me? Do not talk about if I want to vote or not. It's none of your business. You are white feminism 101. You are the problem. Why you think you're the authority on everything? Do not talk about me. Do not talk about anything that I say. It's none of your fucking business. Why do you have to be in everyone's business? Like a Karen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Not really. No, Heather says, <laughs> yeah, not really. And then Leah says, fuck off. Literally. And see. I liked the not really bit. Because it's just like, you're giving me so much energy. I'm going to come back with Nooch yeah. and destabilize you by not matching your energy. Okay. So when she was just like dismissively like, not really. I don't know what the fuck you're going on about. Anyway, I, I enjoyed it. Then I just love the fact that Leah did a little clap clap. And I, and I did that. Anyway, then Leah says, don't talk to my friend about me and my personal choices. And that's what she's pissed off about. That's my friend. Fuck off. Yeah. and But when... In reality, her friend is like, oh, I actually agree with Heather. You should vote. It doesn't matter. (laughs) She shouldn't talk. Okay, I don't know if this is a girl code thing, but she should not have tried to speak on an intimate level with Leah's friend about Leah. She shouldn't have done it. It's housewives. What else are they going to talk about? I don't care. She shouldn't have done it. She's wrong. She got busted for doing it and she's wrong. No. No. Talk about everybody. Yeah. No. No. (laughs) No. Nuh-uh. Why doesn't Heather go and talk to her friends and leave Ebony and Leah alone? Well, why can't she be friends with Ebony? She can be friends with Ebony, but 12 hours does not a friendship make. So back <laughs> off, give Leah her bestie, and go and talk to the other ladies about it. I Fuck don't know. off. If step Leah's... off, George. Step off. <laughs> Am I George? I don't get Step the... <laughs> off. It's from Seinfeld. <laughs> okay. Step off. No, you don't remember? Okay, fine. No, because you probably weren't born yet when I was watching the Seinfeld. But anyway, look, Leah doesn't back down. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no, she's she, not a She doesn't back down. She goes on about it. She basically accuses Heather of talking over the top of her, that she talks a lot. We all saw Bethany do that, so I know that that would have 
made Heather feel uncomfortable. She calls Heather a Karen again and tells her that she's the problem and that's when Heather laughs passive-aggressively. And then in confessional, Heather says, it's outlandish and she's a dingbat. And I'm like, (laughs) fuck off, Heather. It's funny. Okay, I don't agree. Okay, I do love the fact that at this point, Luann jumps in and tries to make it all better by telling them all how fabulous they look. But we know what she really means is tell me how fabulous I look. Because uh. two seconds later, Ebony says, and you look amazing, Luann. And I'm like, there she goes. She got what she wanted. Yep. Look, they they talk about it a bit more. I'm kind of over it. Yeah, get to the van. I mean, I do love the fact that Ramona says, what the duck, when she hears them <laughs> yelling. <laughs> I love that. Uh, they get on the bus. Leah forgot her hula hoops. I mean, everyday problems, really. Yeah. Um, she asks Luann to go and get them, and then Heather walks in, and she's like, please don't leave me in the van with this. And then Heather goes, oh, relax, bitch. No, fuck you, bitch. You want to call me a fucking bitch? And then she throws flowers at Heather's feet, and then all you hear is Luann going, hurry up. They're going to kill each other in the van. Great. I love that, right? Great. How good is that? And Leah's like, I'm not fucking going. And then she, and you hear Luann going, hurry, girls, hurry. And Ebony grabs, like, a booze bottle and he's hurrying. But again, like, someone's wearing, like, she's running on these really high platforms on her tippy toes with this, like, full jumpsuit living sketch comedy at its finest. So, like, if you watched that the, these scenes without audio... Oh, it'd be great. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> I think we should do that for this episode. Just watch a few minutes of these scenes without audio and see how awesome it is. Yeah. So good. Anyway, Leah gets out of the van and declares that she's not going because of Heather because basically Heather's a psycho. Uh, yeah, I, Heather's I really not got, a psycho. I got turned off she's, by Leah on this Leah one. Leah is just perturbed by Heather's. Leah's perturbed by the fact that Heather did not cop the shit that she thought she was going to cop about her bitching about all the girls. And Leah doesn't know where to put it. Leah's frustrated because no one ever cops the shit that she wants them to cop, like Ramona with the plasma. And I know. she, yeah. Because this is not real life, people. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. Elsa let it go, right? Yeah. She, I'm hoping that next season Elsa lets it go. She needs to learn to let it go. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. All right, so... Obviously to be continued again. Yeah, obviously. And I'm here for it. Hamptons episode six, let's I, go. I'm here for it though. It is so good. <laughs> they do go back to New York next episode though. I'm fine. Oh, but I know, <gasps> I was initially upset, Actually, but we see the boxing guy. We see Martin. Okay, so next time we get this Miss New York pageant, Ramona's as push-ups, Luann we see with the marching batoons, Sonia's apparently buck naked, what else is new? And then Leah left to go to see her grandma. Okay. We know that she texts Ramona and there's a thank you in the text and then something appears in the text to piss Ramona off because she just slams her phone down. So I want to know what Leah texted her. Mm. But anyway, we hear from Ebony that maybe she has an estranged sister. Here's the storyline. I'm like... All right, Melissa Gorga. That's what I was wondering. On it. Maybe it was Melissa Gorga texting <laughs> her to do her a favour. <laughs> hey, can you pretend to be my sister? <laughs> oh, isn't... isn't um. Ebony from Jersey? <gasps> Maybe. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, um, apparently Heather gets all preachy and Ramona's like, you sound like you're going to get preachy. I love Ramona for this is what I mean. Like these are the tidbits of Ramona we need. Sonia gets in the boxing ring with Martin. I miss Martin. It's going to be so good. And then apparently Sonia's like, why don't I have like a protective face mask on? And he's like, because I don't give a fuck about you. (laughs) I'm like living for that. Um, Okay, so it's election day. Obviously, they're at Ebony's. We saw that before that she had invited them. Someone's wearing a JFK mask. I don't get who it was. Yeah, I was confused by this. But it makes Leah horny, apparently. Interesting. I can't. I wonder if she'd vote for him. that word. Horny. Yeah, I hate that word. It just makes me cringe. Oh, okay. It's just, it's just, I don't like it. I mean, yeah, I'm one of those weirdos. I say toey. <laughs> toey. Oh, my God, gross. I'm so old, right? Toey. Is that gross? Because ho- I just horny. I don't know why. I don't like that word. Okay. It just, it makes me skeeve. And I'm happy with the word <laughs> toey cunt. Toey makes me skeeve. I'm happy with the word cunt, and yet horny makes me skeeve. <laughs> anyway, um, Sonia says that Ramona is being fake about something. I'm like... What? Really? That is so bizarre. Anyway, and she tells Loon to shut the fuck up. 
Great. So good. It was everything. It was everything I needed and more. I liked this episode better than I liked Beverly Hills. Oh, duh. <laughs> I know, so, I said that like it's a revelation. Okay, so quickly, really... before we move on, I was listening oh, yeah. to the Watch What Happens Live and Andy asks Ebony five questions. Mm-hmm. One, and I want to ask you these questions. Okay. Do you think Ramona truly understands why the term the help is so offensive? Not at all. Do you think Ramona's really uncomfortable talking about sex? What would you guess her freak number is? I don't think she's really uncomfortable, and I think her freak number is quite high. Agreed. What is your honest opinion about Leah's fashion choices? Hit and miss. Right. Bucket hat, iconic. Yeah. Um... I liked the reunion mesh mask thingy that she yeah, had. Yeah, me too. So she's had some really good moments, mm. but other than that, yeah. That money it. dress has got to go, right? Yeah, got yeah. Go. I didn't think – I mean, I loved the shade of blush pink it was, but, yeah, no. and the hair was iconic. But yeah. No. Agreed. Is Sonia jealous about Luann because she wishes she had a Garth or is she just jealous about the time he takes from her? No, she wishes she had a Garth. Yeah, I thought so too. Is Lou guilty knowing full well that Tom's Terrace is was right across from her new apartment? Definitely. Okay, cool. And they were the questions. Those are some shady questions, they Andrew Cohen. Some, yeah, they are some shady questions. I love that. I know. I love how you call him Andrew Cohen. <laughs> I love that. You know, like your mates. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like he retweeted me once. Get so, out. Yep. Really? Uh-huh. That's hot. So, you know, we're yeah. kind of there. You're like one degree of separation. <laughs> You've got a boyfriend. Sit down. All right. So, Beverly Hills. Yes. Overexposed. What did you think? You know what? I'm sick of the lake house. I told you, man. It's the curse of the lake house, just yep. like it's the curse of the remarriage. Totally. It doesn't and work. I was I was actually... It, you know how when we did Jersey, we felt like we were getting punked by the previews yes. and the editors? I yes. felt that with all this lead up to, to Sutton entering Crystal's room and the knock and ending the episode. And I thought we were getting Erica Jane in this episode. episode. And, and then the episode starts and it's the next morning and I was like, Do what? not drag the chain with the Erica Jane because we all know all about it. Catch up, motherfuckers. Because if you catch up on the last episode, I'm out. <sighs> and I have never said that about a Housewives series. When I start, I watch it too. The death, <laughs> dude. I told you I just watched Bethany's new show. Like I'm telling you, I watched this shit to the death. If you give me something real about Erica on the last episode and then to reunion, I'm motherfucking out. Fair enough. I need me some information. So yeah, okay. What were we saying? Um, Speaking of angry women, I was, yeah, me. With, with the well with the Sutton entering Crystal's room thing. I feel yes. like that flopped and it only came back up right at, at the, the end. end. And I'm like, Crystal, okay, baby, you got to learn. Yeah, bring this shit up. Bring this shit up. There was a camera there. Yeah, I mean, she was naked. But yeah. next morning, yeah. make a big thing of it that night. I know. Come out of your room after that bitch goes to bed and go, what the fuck? This bitch just fucking, I don't Uh know what. And, I mean, it could have affected her and it had taken a while for her to realise what's going on. I don't care. You're on the teaves. Because now all the other girls like Kyle and that are like, you should have brought it up earlier. Yeah, like, we're done and dusted, bitch. We just ate carbs for dinner. No one cares now. You lost your point by not bringing it up. So I was like, she'll learn. Bring it up before you have the potatoes. No one cares after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they already had their turkey. Everyone's tired. All right, so they're at the Lake Mansion because we can't really call it. A lake house. Nice. I call it a lake mansion. I mean, it's not even the nicest house on the lake. The Godfather house is down the lake. That was pretty ugly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and look, I lo- I do love the fact that they opened the episode with Rena and Garcelle alone together again. Mm. I thought that was funny. Did you notice? No. No. All right. And then Crystal and Erica come in. Basically, yeah, they reiterate the Sutton of it all. Um, okay. Garcelle tries to stick up for Sutton, and we know that they're friends, and she says... She's moving. She bought a house. Oh. She's staying at Kyle's. It's a lot. And I'm like, That's- give me a motherfucking break. That bitch did not need to pack a box. She did not need to wash a wall. And and the fact that at the end of the episode, she's like, oh, well, you know, I've got a lot on. I, I, I think I didn't realize how much the move affected me. I was and like, we Shut saw the fuck her up. literally pack one trinket and go there. <laughs> don't say I haven't helped. So I was correct. She did not move she didn't pack a box. I'm sorry. When I move out of home, you're, like, you're packing boxes, you're washing walls. Yeah. Like, fuck off. You're in the shower at midnight the night before you move out, scrubbing with bleach. She didn't do that. It was a flop. 
Fuck off, Sutton. What a flop excuse. Fuck off. And she's still crying about the prank. Get that bitch on some fucking hormones because this is not normal. She's psycho. Just like Crystal well, told us. She's a cray-cray. I mean, who who knocks and just enters? you got to knock and wait, babe. Well, I'm a knock and enter. I'm learning not to because I keep getting yelled at by my boyfriend going, excuse me, when you knock, you must wait. I'm like, look, I didn't grow up in a polite house. Oh, but that's your boyfriend, not a, not a friend uh-huh. on a trip. I know. And even today, I listened, I learned, I knocked and I waited. What can yeah. I say? So, I mean, yeah. I know, I, I learned from Sutton's mistakes. Oh, what did you think of her self-soother? The face roller that she was like, this is my self-soother. And I was like, how is it soothing you? She's cray-cray. She's cray-cray. Cray-cray. I loved watching it, though. Oh, fucking hell yeah. With a fucking <sighs> Nurse Jamie fucking roller thing. P.S. That shit doesn't work. I don't care what anyone says. There is no <laughs> scientific proof because I was researching to buy the Nurse Jamie. No. Basically, you can get two spoons, put them in the freezer, then put them under your eyes and it helps with the swelling. With or, swelling, not with self-soothing mentally and emotionally. And it's, you see it's not her an even do it on her aid. hand? <laughs> Obviously, you're caught a plane. You so, couldn't take certain drugs over the border, so she's freaking out. I think she was being overly dramatic to be like, hey, look at me. I'm the one that's so upset by this. So I'm nuts. the one that's been hurt in this argument. So nuts. And it's like, no, you're not. She should come on to New York because her and Ramonia and Luanne, and Luanne that foursome would be a sight to see, let me tell you. Uh-huh. Like, honestly, it would be the Twilight Zone personified. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just hit some other points. What did All you right. think of the Dorit side-by-side comparison about the nose job? And she's Fake. like, I'm- <laughs> Faye, oh, the best part was when Garcelle calls her Dorrit. Oh, my God. Or is it Dorrit or Dorrit? Dorrit. Yeah, like as in door. Was that Garcelle? I didn't know if it was Garcelle or Kathy. Oh, I thought it was Garcelle. I don't know. I wasn't paying too much attention. I think it was, I wrote in my notes it was Garcelle. I could be wrong. So funny. But Dorrit. Dorrit. It's so funny. I love it. Didn't need to watch them playing bowls. Oh, the little bocce game. No, I didn't need that either. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I do did love on the boat ride how that bird came after Kyle. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> and I'm like, look, it ain't no T'Challa, but a seagull will do. Like, that'll <laughs> do, pig, that'll do. You know what I mean? I was like, where the fuck's Kathy? Yeah, not like, enough We Kathy. got a couple of scenes till we saw Kathy. We get her, the first real bit of Kathy we get is, I think she like pops in for two secs, and then we get her in confessional when she calls the ladies drama queens, and I'm like, you're just my new guru. I would follow her anywhere. I love her. I want to go to the ashram of Kathy Hilton. Uh-huh. I might even buy a fan and plug it in to help me sleep. <laughs> or have a Red Bull at 1am. Oh, my God. So good. What? I just – I need more of her. Oh, yeah, totally. She wasn't in this episode enough. Not enough. What was Lisa talking about? When Lisa said the thing about the person who raped someone. Oh, my. Can you explain what the point she had was? Her point was that you cannot blindly support your friends if you think what they've done is wrong. And she's talking about Denise. Yes, and she's comparing Denise to a rapist. What the fuck? So, okay, she's alluding to the fact that she knows more about what was going on with Denise than was said on TV. And so basically she's playing the victim, saying that if y'all knew what I knew know about Denise, then you would be more on my side about wanting her to be honest and tell the truth and do all this stuff because she's like, I know all this stuff about Denise and if it came out, you would no longer be on Denise's side. So then tell us. Or shut the fuck up. Or shut up. the fuck up. Don't be telling us about Harry Hamlin's friend who raped a girl and make out like that's the same and thing. And then she's like, but I take things to the grave. And I'm like, on what planet? You're telling us now that there's more out there. And if that's what's in the cease and desist, then maybe just cease and desist. Yeah. On a, or just tell us or don't. Like, what? don't tell me... You would agree with me if you knew what I know, but I will never say because I'm actually a loyal friend. But it's like, you know what? We're in a new season. It's what, episode three or four? Like, you've got to give of up shit. on it. She's either, either she's right, in which case, shut the fuck up or spill, 
or you're full of shit. But right now, you're giving yourself an out of not to say it. And, like, if I was Denise, I'd just be like, fuck that bitch. Oh, yeah. You'd be like, she's lying. Or I sent you a cease and desist, shut up. Uh-huh. Either way, it does not look good for Rinna. It's nah. not, And even Garcelle was like, and this is when you should shut the fuck up. I've always been a Rinna fan. Me too. And I'm a even last season, I mean, I, I was really frustrated by her, but I still wanted her on the show. But Me now too. I'm like, Meh. I'm like, you know what? This is not enough. I mean, yes, it's more than what's her name that I've already forgotten her name? Dorit? <laughs> Dorit. Oh, she's not doing anything. Dorit this can, like, what's that fucking fish's name? Dory. Yeah, finding like, Dorit. Fucking Dory can go. Like, Dory can go find herself. Look, I'm loving her confessional outfits. I love her looks. It's not enough. What? Maybe we some... need some PK. PK. <laughs> what um celebrity, like B-grade celebrity in Hollywood would you love to be on this show? Besides Eileen Davidson. Yeah. Maybe even, like, we got Denise. Like, oh, anyone I want Denise's Wendy caliber. Williams. I want her on Miami. She's already said she's willing oh, to be Miami, a friend a of. I think she'd be fantastic. Not, I would love Portia de Rossi. Really? Because then you get that Ellen drama happening she's in the background. She's not going to share shit. I know, but I'd love if she was on the show. You need someone who's willing to mention it all, and she is not willing to mention it all. Yeah, maybe. Who else would be good? I don't know, but we need we need I the need casting to 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 department to really pull their finger out and get some fresh blood. Yeah. Yeah, we need some actors who haven't, like, you know, haven't been um, prosperous during the COVID, who are desperado enough. Uh-huh. Who would... Oh, Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker, stop making those fucking bad movies <gasps> and get on the New York. She'd be awful. She would cry, bless. Yeah. She would cry at how mean they were being. She would be a Sutton. You're being mean. <laughs> who could we get... Ah, oh, look, we're going to have to... Kim Cattrall. She she's too so- softly spoken. You reckon? Yeah. Have you heard her real voice? No. She's a real sweetie. Oh, Even anyway. when she's being a bitch, she's real sweet. <laughs> I don't know. No, I can't think of it. Betty White. I'm thinking comedians would be great, actually. Yeah. Comedians are like the last refuse of like of being able to just say it how it is. Do you know what? Because we do need someone who does a funny confessional in Beverly Hills. Oh, it's lacking. A hundred percent. And this is what. Bethany used to do for New York. Her confessionals were hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, we need that. We need that. But uh, this episode yeah. was all right. Yeah. I mean, what else? Oh, I do love the fact that um, after that little tidbit, production turns around when, and, and goes and gives us Erica saying, nothing in life is what it seems about anyone. And that's really the truth. And I'm like waiting, salivating for it, thinking it was going to come after that. But no. First, we get Rinna in the pool. Oh, no. Do we need Next. this Rinna in the poolness? We <laughs> nope, don't. Nope. All right, cool. So we're by the fire. It's 10.50. Crystal's out. She tells Kyle that Sutton walked in on her naked. And, Kyle, as you said before, Kyle calls BS on Crystal for not speaking up earlier. And then, I mean, that's pretty much it on that. Next day, they're leaving Lake Tahoe. Sutton comes into Crystal's room to talk about the naked stuff and then Crystal cries. Is she just, you know, that point when you're overwhelmed and exhausted by the Mm -hmm. drama and you're just not coping anymore? That's pretty much what happened there, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, cool. And then we get four days later. (gasps) I died. (laughs) It's election morning and Erica texts the ladies, I truly consider you my close friends, and this is why I'm reaching out to tell you that I filed for divorce this morning. Thank you for supporting me. This will be tough. Dorit. Oh, my God. Kyle rings Rinna and Dorit, so they're three-way FaceTiming. Rinna, what's going on? And then Dorit, did you have any idea? And then one of them, I think it was Kyle, says, no, zero, zip, zilch, nothing. And I really wanted her to say, none, none, zero, not one. (laughs) Kyle's not that clever. Yeah, I would have done that. But anyway, to be continued. I mean, I can't wait because clearly, like... This is all we want. It's all we wanted. We could have started the season at this point in time. And the sidebar is that we got little Kathy. Fuck. The sidebar awesomeness is that we got little Kathy. This is all we want. If we get this and little Kathy, that's all we need. I can't wait for this. to let I could live without Doreen. Oh, yeah. I just want little Kathy... And I want Lisa Rinna to do her job and give us the dirt on Erica. 
That's that is what her we job. need. We don't want you keeping secrets for your friends no. as much as Garcelle tells you to. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> we don't want that. And if you do, goodbye, Rina. Goodbye, Kyle. Goodbye, Sutton. Yeah. Keep Garcelle. Keep. Okay, so who are we keeping? We're keeping Garcelle. We're keeping Crystal. At this point, we're keeping her. At this point. And we're keeping Kathy. Yeah, we're fucking Kyle off. Oh, f- goodbye, Kyle. She should have gone with I'll- the. Um, Vanderpump of it all. I want to see a Kathy and Kim combo without a Kyle. I don't want to see Kim. I do. I don't because Kim, she's pathetic. And like, we need that. Oh. Uh-huh. Really? Oh, I love a bit of pathetic queen. Oh, no, it hurts my heart. Mm. Yeah. Same. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on that note. Bye. bye.